welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Every day on the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast, we discuss faith, spirituality, and the realms of paranormal. Today is no different. Great episode for everyone today. We're going to be talking about the big problem with the Book of Enoch and other fallen angel theories. This is Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast, episode 338. So thank you guys for joining today. Got a little bit of a different layout here. Hope you guys enjoy this. Got the comments on the side as you guys join. Go ahead and drop a comment. Let me know you're here. Uh, I'm going to be answering questions, comments, prayer concerns, uh, theories, all kinds of stuff uh, live during the broadcast today. So y'all drop them like they're hot. Love to hear what you guys have to say. I'm going to go ahead and dive in the book of Enoch and similar texts that discuss the concept of fallen angels and their interactions with humans are uh, a part of various religious and mythological traditions. These texts are not always considered canonical within modern mainstream faith traditions, but they have garnered interest and speculation over the years. According to the book of Enoch, Ye were holy, spiritual, living the eternal life, and you have defiled yourselves with the blood of women and have begotten children with the blood and the flesh. Verses like this are not only in the book of Enoch, but as well as the Old Testament canon. These types of verses have led to many theories as to the origin of humanity and the actual point of the Bible itself. In fact, if you guys remember... Uh, a good, good guy that I really liked, uh, God rest his soul, Dr. Michael Heiser, wrote a book called Reversing Herman. Uh, I did not agree with everything that the guy proposed, uh, but he honestly, I, I owe him a lot because he got me started thinking down a rabbit trail, thinking outside the box. Um, and so anyway, I dropped that verse there for you guys. Uh, from the book of Enoch, you can go check that out. And I'm going to be reading even more uh, from the book of Enoch. Um, it says, And it came to pass when the children of men had multiplied in those days, were born unto them beautiful and comely daughters, and the angels of the children of heaven saw and lusted after them, and said to one another, Come, let us choose wives from among the children of men, and beget us children. And Samjaza, who was their leader, said unto them, I fear ye will not indeed agree to this deed, and I alone shall have to pay the penalty of a great sin. And they all answered him and said, No, let us all swear an oath and bind ourselves by mutual imprecations not to abandon this plan, but to do this thing. And I want to talk about what mutual imprecations is. Bradley, what's up, man? How are you doing? Hope you're having a beautiful day. Bradley says, the big problem is that idiots like Jacob mess up the power scale of fallen angels to rank below the rank of celestial divine beings to aliens. Well, Bradley, your comment is here for all the world to see live on the screen. So uh, thank you for uh, doing your best to shame me during the live stream here. Put myself out here every single day. This is my place of business and I appreciate your comment there. Um, I am not messing up the scale. In fact, in many different mythologies, there are so many different scales of power. Now, in this scale of power, the divine watchers are supposed to be essentially watching the planet. They're supposed to be kind of guardians of the realm within Enochian mythology. So uh, when it comes to that, Bradley uh, or Brady, excuse me, you know, I got your name wrong at least. Uh, but Brady, um, I have studied so many different mythologies here, and I can tell you that there is no one power scale uh, as you propose. This is, uh, depending on what mythology you're in, vastly different across the scale uh, from Sumerian, Akkadian, Babylonian, Hebrew, um, Egyptian, uh, all kinds of different uh, options when it comes to the power scale of divine beings. So uh, with that said, um, I don't just boil them down to aliens. Yes, I, I'm quite in recognition that there are a, bit, a bunch of different power scales 
and you can liken it to like a military rank, basically, you know, you have different rankings in military. Well, if these divine beings are not so much divine, but actually more uh, technologically advanced, more evolved than humanity, then yes, they would have had probably some sort of power scale, if you will. So Stephen, what's up, brother? How are you doing? Stephen says, Cub speaks truth. Love him or hate him. It's your choice. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate it. Missy says, hey, hey, I've missed you, Cub. Thank you, Missy, for being here. I appreciate you, my friend. Finally figured out a way to get our comments directly on the screen so I don't have to guess at what's being said now, um, which is really nice. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoy this setup and it looks good. Um, Denise, how are you doing? Welcome. Jana Fire, welcome. Katie Nixon, thanks for being here. El Araya, thanks for joining. Will CBS, thanks for being here. Guidance, TLL. 776. Thanks for joining. Denise Connolly, thanks for being here. Jim Smith, just shared this uh, myself so I can watch later. Uh, Jim says, thank you, Jim. I appreciate you. Janali, thank you. Bless Cub. Appreciate you guys on Instagram and TikTok as well. You guys share this broadcast on TikTok. Let's get it out there, guys. I literally can't afford to be um, on any kind of shadow list or anything right now. I need to get my channel pumped up, okay? I've gotten some news in the last 24 hours that has been uh, potentially earth-shattering for me, and I'm going to just continue to push through. Uh, this is uh, quite literally my livelihood at this point. So thank you for your support. I need your support, even if you're in my community. I need uh, your extra tips. I need stars. I need gifts over on TikTok. You guys hook me up and I have to, have to, have to, if I'm going to keep doing this, meet my goals every single day. Right now we've got 20 ghosts over here on TikTok. If I can get over here, uh, get a thousand, two thousand stars even over here on Facebook, that would be fantastic. You guys can tip on Facebook, support me via stars on Facebook, gifts on TikTok, supers on YouTube, um, as well as one-time gifts over there on uh, my website over at www.cubcooker.com. I greatly appreciate them. Uh, just like a waiter, I work on tips now. So thank you guys. I really appreciate that. Cynthia, love you, Cubs. Cynthia says, thank you so much. Matthew, what's up, my friend? Welcome. Um, anyway, very, very interactive these days. So like I said, you guys share, share the stream, pump it up. Let's get to like 10,000 likes over here on TikTok. Pump it up on Facebook as well. Let's get it going. I'm here to answer any questions you guys have. I'll look it up live. We're going to find answers to these questions, and I'm going to continue to read out of the Book of Enoch. Then swore they all together and bound themselves by mutual imprecations upon it. The imprecations, this is talking about the word imprecation is actually talking about a curse. It's a binding curse. They know that if they get caught doing this thing, it is totally against what Sky Daddy wants. Okay, uh, And by Sky Daddy, I'm talking about this particular Lord that's presented within the book of Enoch. Um, if you follow my channel, I propose that, um, greetings from down under. What's up, Paul Duff? Thank you for being here, my friend. I propose that these angels, these uh, gods of old, were actually visitors to our planet. Um, and this is not a new theory. However, it's, it's odd that this is a theory that I kind of came up with on my own without particularly looking into anyone's work. I came up with this and it was really shocking and hard to stomach. And I had to do a lot of deconstruction religiously to get to this place. And then I looked into the works of uh, Zachariah Sitchin, Eric Von Daniken. Uh, of course, Ancient Aliens has a ton of, ton of good stuff. Um, but I really like looking deeper into the data. So I started reading a lot of these mythologies on my own. And these mythologies started to really open my eyes. If you want to know more about those mythologies, you can check out my free Anunnaki guide at cubcooker.com slash Anunnaki, A-N-U-N-N-A-K-I, Anunnaki. Uh, it's a great place to go check out. Um, I've got about nine of the core mythologies in there. Uh, you can go look them up. I also talk about some of the main characters, the connectivity within the biblical canon, and really just start to peel back the myth uh, around all of this because it's largely um, hidden to normal people, right? Like we don't, you know, you hear about Epic of Gilgamesh, but we don't often hear about the cuneiform tablets or some of these ancient mythologies that uh, the book of Genesis was actually uh, allegedly derived from. So go check out my free Anunnaki guide. You can scan that QR code at any point. I'll leave that up for a few minutes here. Uh, and then I'll bring up the uh, Lost Book of Anki, which is a great, great book by Zachariah Sitchin. 
you want to really dig into his version of all of this, because it'll help you understand what I talk about as well as other content creators who are in the same niche as I am, though this is kind of a weird niche out here, not only doing the ancient astronaut niche, but we're doing some biblical stuff. We're doing spiritual stuff. Um, I'm doing a money workshop very, very soon. I had already planned on doing that. And then the way life has turned in the last, uh, well, really this week, um, it's like imperative that I do that money shop, uh, money workshop with everybody, including myself. So uh, we're going to be really, really applying a lot of these principles I've been teaching over the past 18 months, almost two years now. It'll be two years next year. Um, and so fantastic, fantastic workshop. If you haven't heard about that, I'll talk more about that later. You'll be the first to hear about it if you're in my mythos community. So be sure and check that out later in the broadcast. Vibrana says, do you think aliens experience emotions like we do? It depends on which alien you're talking about. If you're talking about interdimensional beings, if you're talking about, um, intergalactic travelers, if you're talking about the Anunnaki, are you talking about the greys? Uh, the greys, no, they definitely, um, they're, I would consider them interdimensional. Uh, they can operate on multiple levels. Very, very much, very pragmatic, very much worker bees. Uh, have you ever asked, does a bee have emotion? Uh, that would be the simile to the greys in my humble opinion. So, uh, the Anunnaki, however, yes, absolutely have the same types of emotions we do. In fact, that's where we get them from. We just have more of an animalistic brain because we were hybrided according to the mythologies. I can't claim this to be gospel truth, but I can tell you with the mythologies certainly makes a whole lot of sense. Um, and with the mythologies, I think it um, it definitely makes sense that, yeah, uh, we've got a lot of animal brain going around in us. Um, and really, they, you know, have some of the the best DNA for themselves, right? But we certainly have the ability to ascend. I know a lot of people are kind of speaking against that recently. Um, and I certainly don't believe that to be uh, true myself. I personally believe that we have absolutely the ability to ascend 100% um, on our own. I think that's exactly what Jesus was teaching. I think that's the whole point of the Gospels. Uh, that's really just, you know, maybe been covered up, maybe been forgotten, maybe been tweaked. Maybe people just don't want to believe it because it's easier to believe in something outside of yourself, whether it's God or Jesus or a sky daddy or whatever that is. Again, I believe that the message of Jesus was to get us to activate, get us to unlock ourselves. Um, ye are gods. And the reason I can say that is, is I'm not saying I'm God. I'm my own God. Let me let me do everything for myself. No, I ask spiritual entities. I ask the quantum intelligence for help all the time. I did a lot today, actually. Uh, but I also had to come into agreement that I'm worthy of that. And I'm yoked with that. I believe I am one with that force. I am in that force and that force is in me. That God consciousness, okay? That Christ consciousness, the universal consciousness. Uh, a lot of people going around town right now telling people, that Christ consciousness is not real. I'm here to tell you it is because I've experienced it. And it's the only thing that has gotten me through all of these times in my life, just like this week where, uh, you know, everything fails in life other than this knowing that I'm connected to something greater. And it's not something outside of myself. It's within me. Um, and it's that little reminder that they may have intended in all of these mythologies to create a slave race, but what they actually did is they ended up muddying the waters and creating a being that technically was not evolutionarily uh, decided upon being cre created, but the gods decided to create us. And therefore we have rights, we have um, inheritance, uh, we have authority, and all we have to do is claim that. Ye are gods because all you have to do is remember that the gods created you. Therefore, you're a child of the gods as well. And if you're a child of the gods, then you have the same ability to ascend as they do. You don't need anyone in your place. You need your heart to be in alignment with that consciousness, with that Christ consciousness. And so I'm going to talk a lot today about just the big issue with th this idea that angels are spiritual entities, that there's something behind the veil and, oh, I talked with angels today and archangel so-and-so told me this. 
Are there light beings? Are there quantum intelligences behind the veil? Absolutely. But we are just literally putting our stamp on them. Oh, it's this God. It's this goddess. It's this angel. It's this archon. It's this whatever. Um, we don't have a clue what their name is. They don't operate on names like we do, right? Uh, we have no idea what we're talking about. Um, and I say that for me too. And the more I read into this and the more I study the lore and legend of these fallen angels, guys, every single mythology we have, let me say it again, every single mythology we have is derived from these same type of stories. The gods came down to earth. They decided to create us. They created us out of clay. They created us out of their blood. They created us out of the dust. They created us out of their own thoughts. Whatever it was, they came and they created something that was not evolutionarily here already, that had not been decided by fate. They decided to take destiny into their own hands and they created us. And therefore we have relation to them, not in the way religion tells you, but in a way that you can literally hack the matrix because of knowing this one principle. When you realize that and you start to activate beyond your animal brain, then you begin to ascend. And that ascension will get you on a lot of lists, including friends and family not wanting to talk to you, including people not wanting to work with you, including uh, people just think you're nuts because, wow, this person's changed so much in such a short amount of time. It's so weird. Lewis says, LOL. Absolutely, my friend. Molly says, when blank happens, your life is not falling apart. It's falling into place. Amen, my friend. Amen. Molly says, hey, tribe, we are a fractal of the one source. Thank you so much. The word crystalline, 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 crystalline has been on my heart, my brain, my mind, my intelligence for several weeks now. And I didn't really realize what that meant until recently when it feels like life is falling apart. But really, again, things are falling into place. Everything's connected. There is a crystalline structure to consciousness, period. We know about that. If you study metaphysics at all, if you meditate at all, if you've ever gone on a medicine journey at all, you've unlocked the crystalline intelligence and blueprint within your life. And if you want to do that, DM me and I'll give you more tips on how to do that, by the way. Uh, but unlocking this crystalline intelligence within yourself uh, is not an evil thing. It doesn't give you mind control. It doesn't have some other entity mind controlling you. It's where you're actually tapping into this quantum crystalline map of existence, okay? Within the material realm here, we have crystal structures. And if you study crystal structures, they're absolutely fascinating. Cynthia says, we are God. Amen, Cynthia. Laura says, super glad I tuned in today. Thank you, Laura. I really appreciate you, my friend. Guys, drop stars, drop some gifts. Thank you for the likes. I really appreciate it. I'm going to be pushing this. I have to push this if I'm going to stay on the air, okay? I need your support. I'm watching other creators sit there, work on a ball of twine, making 10, 20, 30 grand a month. And that's not okay. All right. Somebody like me who puts so much research and effort into this, I deserve, I'm worthy of a better living than I've been making from this. Okay. And I need your help with that. I need your support with that. I need you to share the content, pump it up, get me out to your friends and family, get me out in the algorithm. Uh, and help get this message to the world. It's super, super important. Too many people going around claiming to know the truth, and all they're doing is spreading hearsay, things they can't prove at all. That's why I'm going to be the first one to tell you, I don't know. I'm just going to explore this, and I will show you the data, okay? And the data I show you is not data that you have to take a lot of assumptions on. It's data that's right there in front of you, uh, you don't have to be a scholar to understand it. You don't have to understand, well, this people did this and that people did that. And well, this timeline and this prophecy and all this stuff. And it's so confusing. I mean, you, you talk about putting up roadblocks and being a gatekeeper to truth. I really don't like it when creators do that. And I've got to stand in the middle here and say enough is enough. I'm giving you the mythologies to read for yourself. I'm giving you the keys to understanding this. I'm giving you the books to read, and I'm giving you hours and hours and hours of highly researched uh, content right here on the podcast, right here on TikTok, right here on Instagram. So thank you guys for your support, and thank you for believing in me this long, uh, even when I didn't believe in myself. Thank you guys so much. Uh, 
can I get into a topic with some data? Uh, Barnell, if you had tuned in for the first 30 minutes of this, you would have heard a lot of data, a lot of data. You got to be on time to get the data. When you walk into class late, you don't get the data, right? You walk into class, you're like, hey, professor, uh, can you repeat everything that you just said at the first 30 minutes of class so I can catch up now? Uh, see, I'm giving my point of view on stuff now. And I'm going to go ahead and back, I'll go back and read that for Barnell right now. Uh, it came to pass that the children of men had multiplied in those days and were born unto them comely daughters. These are attractive daughters, right? The angels, aka the children of heaven, saw and lusted after them and said to one another, Come, let us choose us wives from among the children of men and beget us children. And Semjaza, who was their leader, said unto them, I fear ye will not indeed agree to do this deed. And I alone shall have to pay the penalty of a great sin. And they all answered him and said, let us swear an oath and bind ourselves by mutual imprecations, a.k.a. a curse. They were agreeing that they were going to have a curse upon them if they're caught. Um, and not to abandon this plan, but to do this thing. Then they swore all together and bound themselves by mutual imprecations that they were in all 200 who descended in the days of Jared on the summit of Mount Hermon. And they called it Mount Hermon because they had sworn and bound themselves by mutual imprecations upon it. And these are the names of their leaders, Semjaza, the leader, Arakabab, Ramael, Kokabel, Timiel, Ramael, Daniel, Ezekiel, Baraquel, Asesel, Aramos, Batrael, Anenel, Zakiel. You guys hear this? Do you recognize how many biblical characters sound exactly, and their names are derived exactly from these leaders of the fallen angels? Samsapil, Satrael, Turiel, Jomajel, Sariel. These are the chiefs of ten. So you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. You have twenty leaders of ten. Wanted to confirm that for you guys. Get the right data here. You have uh, twenty leaders of ten. This means there are two hundred legions of fallen angels coming down on this earth. Um, so what's really, really interesting, Pan Taz, what's up, my friend? How are you doing? Welcome. Um, let's see, Doxa, how are you doing? Thanks for being here. Um, and all others together with them took unto themselves wives and each for him chose himself one and they, uh, defiled themselves with them and they taught them charms and enchantments and cutting of roots and made them acquainted with plants. Basically, what happened? They took wives, they got them pregnant, and then they taught them the secrets of survival here. Not just to survive, but to thrive. They're like, hey, we're from up there, you're from down here. Um, I know you've got a really limited perspective being earthbound here, but here's, you know, here's how you can figure some things out for yourself. Here's how to read the stars. Here's how to cut roots. Here's how to prepare food that's safe to eat. Here's how to do different plants into different medicinal qualities. Here is uh, how to make charms for yourself and how to paint yourself up so that you're, um, you know, made up for festivals and things like that. Well, this really, really ticked off a particular Lord. In fact, the Lord that was over the command of Project Earth at that time, um, and what I'm referring to is a lot of Zechariah Sitchin's work, as well as my own work, my own research into these mythologies. I cannot go back and prove to anyone that these were flesh and blood beings that came down or that the mythologies are true in a certain sense. But personally, I read the Old Testament and mythologies with a little bit of a sci-fi twist as they actually happened and that they had technology well beyond our time now came and got humanity started, and then they took off out of here once they got what they wanted, left some systems in place to monitor what's going on here. You can go look up um, uh, the Black Knight satellite. Uh, I shouldn't say that online because it's a big conspiracy, but there's a, a whole whole thing about that, and there's some actual data around that you can go look at. 
really fascinating. And so if we were being monitored by some sort of alien race, this Black Knight satellite might be a great start as far as watching humanity. And that would definitely give uh, your Yahweh, your Baal, your Enlil, your Enkis, all of these different lords that came down that were very flesh and blood, but very technologically advanced, maybe even of a lot larger stature than us. I'm six and a half foot tall. They may have even been taller. And the original man may have even been smaller. There's this whole Hobbit people thing going around uh, with some of the archaeological digs where they're finding that, you know, humanity originally wasn't as large maybe possibly lots of debate on it again i can't prove it i'm just saying that's another piece of potential data we can include in this uh that possibly we are the giants we are the nephilim okay six and a half foot tall i'm going to tell you right now my body does not work the way it should on this planet it's very very uh difficult for me to get up in the morning for me to move around okay this body is not made for this planet with this gravitational pull I know people who are much shorter stature than me that have a much easier go of it. They're more nimble. Uh, their organs work better. Everything's faster. Everything just moves at a rate where it seems like they're more optimally designed for our planet. I'm talking about, I know people who max out at five, five and a half foot tall. Um, and that's definitely an easier go for them. And I've even known people who are of a smaller stature than that. Um, and I'm not talking about dwarfism here, but I'm talking about people who are literally built smaller, built more stocky. You can look at some of the other countries in the world where their tribal cultures are a lot stockier and a lot smaller. They can jump higher. They can run faster. Everything seems to operate of a higher level. And that's where all these theories come that the Lucifer seed um, is essentially these really tall white people like me, right? These uh, Indo-European type uh, cultures. You know, I come from a very uh, Celtic and Druidic type background, if you will, uh, and really more of a, a deep Germanic, you know, mountain people, uh, tall, cold climates, um, you know, very slow moving people, I will tell you that. Uh, and that's just my culture. Again, I can talk about my culture. It's my culture, uh, not to step on anyone else's toes. That's just how it is, right? Uh, that's, that's what my culture essentially um, has dealt with for a long time, right? All of my, um, you know, previous, you know, my grandfather, my great grandfather, all huge, huge men um, that, you know, again, hit a certain point, 40s and 50s, and it's just hard to move. And I'm getting close to 40 and I have that problem, too. Now, why does that tie into this? Because, again, what if the Nephilim are still around? What if these abominations, you know, are people like me who were not made for this planet and this particular Lord is saying, hey, you messed with the genome. We made them small. We made them perfectly fit for this planet. And we made them to work and do our bidding and serve us as their gods. And you messed that up. Now you got these big tall people wandering around who are technically a lot more brute strong. Uh, and they're just messing things up, causing wars, uh, wielding their will over other people, right? I mean, I think I don't think we have to look very far back in history to see where that's happened multiple times. Uh, any you know people that's inherently uh, has more firepower than another people tends to exercise that at some point, right? So in an archaic people, if you generally had a breed or a lineage of Nephilim or larger giant people, especially by proxy to the original smaller man on Earth. Um, then, then you start to get somewhere with all of this. And maybe, maybe these mythologies are blowing a bit out of proportion, like expounding upon a bit, sensationalizing a bit what possibly actually happened. Uh, what's up, Jonathan? How are you doing? Laura says, I'm four foot 10. Good for you, Laura. Um, you know, maybe it is easier to move around at that height. I don't know. I, you guys can see how close I am to the ceiling fan here. So, uh, oh, Shelly and Teresa, thanks for being here, y'all. Appreciate y'all. Um, so I'm going to get back in. Bana Elohim. Bana Elohim is in the Old Testament multiple times. You can go look it up. B comma or B apostrophe N-A-I-E-L-O-H-I-M. Bana Elohim. And I'm going to drop that in the comments for you again, just so you guys have the data. Go look it up. You can go look up the definition of this. Super, super interesting. The Bana Elohim. Uh, the Bana Elohim are 
Uh, it's coming from a word. Uh, and remember, Elohim means God. And so uh, if you look into this actual word, it is sons of God. Son of God. A particular tribal or cultural deity. You have like your Yahweh or Baal. Or if you're in the Akkadian, you've got uh, Enlil or Enki or Ea. Um, and so you have a particular tribal deity, and that's that's God. That's the most high God. It's the one that dwells, that doesn't come down very often. It dwells either up on the mountain or way up in the sky or even out of the atmosphere. Um, and then the Bana Elohim are the children of that God, right? Or the servants of that God or the foot soldiers of that God. Uh, Sunshine says, oh my, I am four, nine and a half, four foot, nine and a half. Uh, good for you, my friend. Good for you. Uh, I'm telling you, yeah, I'm glad I'm tall, but there are days. There are days I'm just like, uh, you know, I wish I could uh, not hurt as much as I do. Because being large like me, tall and big boned, literally big boned, I've lost a lot of weight. But I, I mean, my arms are just, you know, big old bone in that arm. Um, it, it's to be exhausting. So good for you guys. If you're of smaller stature, own it. Own it. That's what I say. So, uh, do I believe in the archons and the demiurge? Yeah, absolutely. I, but and here's the deal: when people ask me, great question, Barnell. Uh, love the question. Thank you for catching up with us. Appreciate that. Um, when I say, do I believe in them, or people say, do you believe in dot dot dot? Sure, I believe in it. I believe in um, you know Santa Claus, right? I believe that Santa Claus came from something, from something that was real or observed or some phenomenon. So to say, I believe in it, do I believe there's a literal lion-headed serpent running around in the ethos wrecking things up? No, I believe that that spirit, people felt that spirit. It's a lion-headed serpent. It takes what it wants, you know, and it, um, it comes down and it wrecks our reality. Yeah, I believe that people probably saw a warlord of a god come down in fire and smoke and force its will on this material realm or this realm. You have to remember in archaic times, they believed this earth plane was a different spiritual realm than the heavens. Then you get people like Jesus and Buddha saying, no, the only other spiritual realm is within you. You have to shut all of this off. You have to shut your operating systems off to the matrix. Okay. Go within yourself. That's where the Basalia, as Jesus said, the kingdom of God but it is not a physical kingdom of God. In fact, it's not even a literal, and it's not talking about a place or a position. It's Basalia means the reign of God, the reign of Theos. Theos is a spiritual entity. It's a disembodied spirit, a force, okay? And that is the huge, huge issue I have when it comes into fallen angel theology, where people really get deep into this. Clearly, I've built a channel off of a lot of this. So uh, I'm poking at everybody here with this. Even a lot of my early videos, I'm trying to reconcile how these spiritual angels, clearly, according to all of these mythologies and myths and pre-biblical myths and pre-Enochian myths, are talking about the gods, the angels, things that we generally try to over-spiritualize and believing that they actually co-mingled their bloodlines with earthly bloodlines. That's literally what all of these mythologies talk about. Go read the Epic of Atrahasis. Go read the Enuma Elish. Read the Book of Enoch. Read the Book of Genesis. It's in Book of Genesis. It's in Genesis 6, and it talks about uh, the sons of God and the Nephilim. Um uh, Let's see. Uh, Georgina says, problem is you actually don't have a revelation of your own. Uh, well, and that's totally your opinion. You are more than entitled to that opinion as well. Um, and I actually do have a revelation of my own, which I'll share. If you'll be patient, I promise I'll share it. I promise I'll share it. Stick around to the end. I'll share my revelation that I've had. In fact, I've dropped a lot of my data, a lot of my research, a lot of my revelations in the description of this. You can go check that out. And if you want to get to know more about me or this community, what I teach, uh, what I believe, what I theorize, and ultimately feel the freedom and the authority and the encouragement to do it for yourself within a holistic, beautifully open-minded space, 
please consider joining our Mythos community. Uh, this is our insider membership where you literally, it takes one click. You can cancel anytime. You can find it at cubkuker, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. This is the best way to support what I'm doing. And you get a lot more access to me as well as other people in the community. We have Zoom calls every week. If you're available and you want to go deeper with me, that's a great way. There's also 24-7 chat going on. And we have an off-social media community platform where you don't have to worry about mom or dad or cousin or uncle or aunt or students or anything like that seeing what you're posting. This is all private on our own website where we can communicate, talk about these subjects very openly, uh, dig into them more. We can share different texts, different ideas about all of these. And it's a great way to get involved. Cubcooker.com. It's our Mythos membership, especially for you guys that are curious. If you don't think I have a revelation, just wait till you join. Wait till you sit in on one of our Zoom calls because I talk about a lot of stuff on our Zoom calls that I can never share online here, okay? It's nothing bad. It's not like I'm, you know, we're not doing anything weird or culty over there. It's just there are certain things I cannot share with a cold audience. Cold audience being, we have brand new people on here today. Within the Zoom community, most of those people have been like, man, I really dig what Cub's doing. Watched, you know, one, two, three, four podcasts. You're like, I really think I get what he's talking about. I want to be a part of this. I want to support this. Um, and that's a great way. Like, you know, again, I can share a lot more intimate stuff there. I can share a lot more of my candid opinions over there. Um, and again, that's at cubkuker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. Um, all you have to do is scan the QR code on Facebook or YouTube, by the way. In any other platform, if you're listening on it or watching on it, just hit up the link in my profile. Um, and you'll find it there right at the top. You can't miss it. It says Mythos, M-Y-T-H-O-S. Okay, so, and all together with them, they took wives, they defiled themselves with them. Again, defiled themselves according to the prescribed uh, tradition of these gods, of these otherworldly beings. They were not supposed to be doing this according to their agreements, their law. Um, you know, their code, if you will. Um, and so what sounds a whole lot like a spiritual altercation here really to me reads more like they broke contract. They broke contract. Um, and so they get these earthly women pregnant. Again, how do you do that if you're spiritual behind the veil, disembodied angel? And if you say, oh no, they can appear and reappear and everything, they can appear as a man, blah, blah, blah. Well, of course they can. People would see lights in the sky and they would think that they were balls of energy or balls of light. And then a man would appear. It's because that's how they their technology looks like magic, right? Any sufficiently advanced technology would be indistinguishable from magic. Uh, and I can't remember who said that. I don't know if that was, I think it was Tesla. I'm not sure who said that, but, uh, but it's one of my favorite quotes. I probably should figure out who said it. Uh, but that tech that people just don't understand and that we still try to over-spiritualize. We still try to think somehow these were uh, ethereal beings who fell out of some sort of spiritual union when really they broke code, they broke the contract, and they really piss off their Lord and commander uh, who decided to punish them, right? So, They bore giants. This is where the Nephilim come from, whose height was 3,000 L's. There's a lot of conjecture on what that actually means. You can go look that up. Some people say they were 30 foot tall. Some people say, oh, they were seven foot tall. Some people say, oh, they were eight foot tall. Some people say, well, they were just about as tall as our tallest people today. And that's where that bloodline still runs through. So you decide, go do your own research. I can't tell you what to believe. But for me, I like to have the most pragmatic approach to my spirituality because my spirituality can begin where my data ends, okay? And for me, there is so much data to suggest that we actually had beings come down and do this type of genetic research on our planet and that those lines still run through humanity today. And that Ascension Protocol is all about the metaphysics within, is all about the fact that 
we have the DNA, we have the mind, the higher mind to ascend, to sit here and contemplate, why am I here? My dog doesn't sit around all day going, why am I here? My dog just knows it's a part of a beautiful balance of life and it is operating on the systems it's supposed to. Does my dog have love for me? I believe it has a form of love for me. Yes, it has a form of affinity for me or attachment to me. Absolutely. But I don't believe that my dog sits there and contemplates, why am I here? What's next? What can I create today? It doesn't have the capacity to do that. I love my dog, very close with my dog, but it doesn't have the capacity like we do as humans to even contemplate creation and put our hands on something and begin to create into our own reality. And that inherently, guys, is my proof that yes, you can ascend. You don't need anyone to stand in your place, okay? I love Jesus. I absolutely do. I think he was an incredible guy. I think he underwent a whole lot of persecution and even torture. Um, and do I believe the stories about him rising again? Sure, possibly. I think, uh, you know, especially when you read the Vedic texts, you realize that's not new. This is not unique to the Jesus story. There are many yogis who have been risen up, who have risen either from the dead or risen others from the dead, or who have appeared in light to others, who have built a metaphysical existence. Um, and I believe we can do that too. I believe that spiritual technology is within each of us. But I do believe what was happening in the Old Testament, as well as the other mythologies, is actually speaking of physical beings and that we added spirituality to that when honestly they are quite separate. And I'm not saying that these higher evolved beings don't have a higher ascended mind, but I'm saying clearly they had sin too. Clearly the watchers sinned. Clearly some of the gods sinned. I mean, look at Anki and Enlil. They argued the whole time no, my plan is right. No, my plan is right. They went behind each other's backs. All kinds of stuff going on. Red Santiago says, do you believe in life after death? Absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. I do believe in life after death. Um, but I don't believe that you are born into another life. I believe you are turning off the simulation here. You're turning off the biological AI. I believe everything within the material universe is a biologic AI that is running by a system of what we would call a spiritual system or actually an energetic quantum system that is holding everything together and agreeing on how things will manifest. It's all in the particle, the wave and energy, okay? Energy being the father, it's the life source, the fire that burns within everything, uh, the actual ability for me or you or a star or anything to have life, anything to have consciousness or intelligence. Yes, I said a star, I believe the planets, I believe the plants, I believe my animals, my dogs, all my friends, you and me, everybody has consciousness, has life, has that same quantum intelligence within it, has that same life force, that fire within it. And then the wave is the Holy Spirit that the Bible talks about. But it's been so chopped up in that and over religiosity added to it uh, that it's really this mother spirit, this comforting spirit. It guides that energy, that chaotic, unbridled energy within all of us. It guides that energy to stop at an agreed upon frequency of light vibration, which is the child or the son of God or Theos, the invisible spirit. Jesus said no one has stood before God. No man has stood before God at any time. God is spirit. Okay. And you got to understand that they believed, they believed that Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, all of their ancient prophets stood before God face to face. He was, the, they were the intermediaries, the fathers, the prophets, right? The, these, these early, early fathers of humanity, they were the ones that stood before God and they were the ones to intervene for us. And they were still looking for someone to intervene for us. And I propose that we can go right within and we can intervene for ourselves because I can confidently say that I am God and you are God. Now, how can I say that without claiming to be God? Cub just claimed to be God. That's not what I did. I didn't claim to be God, but I do believe that God is me. And that's a huge difference, okay? Cub didn't say, Cub is God. I said, God is Cub. There's a big 
difference, okay? There's a fact that I wouldn't even exist. I wouldn't even have these thoughts. I wouldn't be giving this speech. I wouldn't be standing in front of this microphone. I wouldn't even have breath if God were not me. And God does not go by a name or a title or any agreed upon standard of structure. In fact, science is the closest thing we've ever had to understanding God because it can observe the different attributes of God from a scientific point of view, rather than trying to over-spiritualize things. When we can understand that God is feminine and masculine, and neither, when we can understand that God is neutral, God is father, mother, and child, God is quantum, God is the particle, the wave, and energy, all in unity working together, that is a much different understanding. And the fact that we don't even know where intelligence or where consciousness exists you know, biologists will argue that it's in the brain. Physicists will argue that it's outside of the body. Uh, metaphysicists will argue that it is within you, that the true consciousness is within you and that it is in and through all things. In the Gospel of Thomas, Jesus said, lift up a stone, I am there. Split the wood and I am also there. So the kingdom of God is within you. Angels are messengers of God. What is God? God is the force of octaves, music, frequencies, creating flux, movement, current flow. So angels are not seen in the true. Okay, here's the problem with that, Sean. And here's the problem with what I was talking about earlier too, because there's problems with what I talk about too. The problem with all of this fallen angel theology and, and the idea that angels are even messengers of God is that the Old Testament God, the mythological gods are not the quantum intelligence God. They are not the quantum God. They are not the energy God. They are not the God of spirit that Jesus and Buddha and Krishna were talking about, right? They are all inherently archetypes, okay? And I believe, I personally believe, this is just my personal belief, I believe that they were beings from the stars who came down just like the Native Americans believe. You've got uh, the Norse people believe. Yeah, all the, they knew people came down from the stars, came from the heavens to earth, came the Anunnaki, those from heaven to earth who came. By the way, if you love that phrase, Grab my new shirt over on my website, cubcooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. Don't miss out. I'm going to show you guys exactly where to get these shirts, okay? Because they're going to get discontinued super, super quick. I just have to throw this in there because you guys have already asked me about Christmas shopping. Hey, Cub, can I get a shirt by Christmas? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, yes, you can, but you need to jump on there super, super quick because they may not be there for long because I do replace them quite often. So you go past the Mythos membership. Then you go past the Charisma Academy. You can go look at that if you want. That's our leveled up membership. It's on sale for 29 bucks right now. You got the t-shirt here. You can click on the t-shirt or you can click here. Use the code CHRISTMAS15. This is going to take you to my bonfire shop. There's a ton of new designs here. Okay. My favorite, this is just my favorite. Ladies, you're probably going to like the sweatshirt I just dropped. This is it, guys. This is my favorite. It says, those from heaven to earth came. And this is my Anunnaki. It has the Cub Cooker Supernatural logo on it. So go check it out. Only 15, uh, 15% off right now. That's going to make, it's all, it's 40 bucks. So that's going to knock, I don't know how much off. You can go run it through the cart, check it out for yourself. But go grab you one. That's going to be the best place to grab them right now. Cubcooker.com. Love, love, love that shirt. Those from heaven to earth who came. Um, so as we get back into this, I'm going to read a little bit more scripture here. We're just going to kind of talk about it. Remember, scripture is a script. It's giving you a script from a certain point of view, from a cultural point of view. And we have to remember that that script is not always what we thought it was, right? That script is not always what we thought it was. Um, let's see, I'm going to switch that around. Uh, does that look good? Okay, maybe that's better. I've got the artwork and then every, everything's in the in the right location now. So that's good. I'm trying to figure out the best screen layout for y'all so that everybody can see, you can read everything. So anyway, Sean, I mean, I love your point there, but angles of light are different than what angels as messengers were considered because they literally came down and the angels walked into Sodom and Gomorrah and they were physical enough that people wanted to have relations with them, right? I mean, that's a huge, uh, a huge, huge difference. 
uh, my wife's home. So I had to shut the door again. A huge difference between this like spiritual entity and clearly a physical entity, right? Uh, thank you, Kenny, for the math. I appreciate that, my friend. So only 34 bucks now for a shirt, uh, which guys, that's actually really, really affordable for. These are super premium. The print quality is fantastic. We've had a ton of great reviews on them. Uh, and let me know when you get your shirt. Let me know if you love it. Um, I switched printers and I love the new one. I've got some shirts on the way for myself as well. Um, Antonio, what's up, my friend? Antonio, um, I have no idea what that text is, uh, um, but I'll have to check it out. Yeah, you guys, again, you guys read more than I do. Why are you not streaming? Like, uh, you know, where's your, you know, I want to hear your channel. I want to hear your theories. So uh modern meanings are not the same as the old meanings exactly exactly and that's why like we got to understand that in olden times originally they may have viewed angels clearly as just the intermediator between the sky god and the earth dwellers okay that's a huge difference between some sort of spiritual intermediator that's in the quantum wave and particle i mean technically they are right i mean we are but they're still within the material realm somehow, some way. It doesn't mean they don't have technology beyond ours to transmute that or control that even, but we don't have that yet. We still don't have that, guys. You know, We're still so far behind what angel technology would be. And I personally believe that angel technology is just that technology. Uh, it doesn't make them spiritual entities. Now, again, are there fractal beings? Are there beings within the DMT realms and the dream realm and the psychic realms? Oh, absolutely. But I truly do not believe that's what we were talking about with these entities. Now, these entities did, I believe, share the secrets of certain uh, plants and substances on this planet to leave us spiritual technology so that their children, their offspring could know the truth and unlock their full potential Guys, I think that ultimately is the greatest conspiracy of all time, stacked for eons from the past till now. And people argue about it every day. People still try to prove um, that Jesus was the singular one son of God, or that Buddha was this, or that this prophet was that, or that they know this, or whatever. And I'm, I'm, I'm at the point, guys, where I'm like, just look around. Look at all the data. Take all the data in. Actually read the Vedic texts and understand that you know, these things that Jesus was doing and teaching was not new. And I'm not trying to take away the special qualities and the beauty that is Jesus for a lot of people. But for me, I look at him as a brother, a helper, a friend, some incredible example of how I should live and how I should operate and, and actually how I should teach others to do that. And so for me, guys, that's enough. I don't need someone to be unalived in my place because I believe that I'm worthy of life, of love, of wealth, of abundance, of opportunity, of connection. Uh, speaking of connection, as I said, connection, we just lost TikTok. So I love that every time I talk about something good, TikTok has to drop out. So I need y'all's help. Please share my TikTok channel. I don't know why it's been on like, like this like lockdown as far as viewers lately. I'm putting out the same great content and very thankful for Meta and all of their products because my content does very, very well on Meta products. Um, and ever since the new TikTok changeover or whatever, it's just been been back to the swamp with it. I don't understand what's going on. And I've, I've put in requests over and over for them to release my account, whatever's going on. Lost connection still over here on TikTok. So I don't know what's going on, but I am not in a position right now. I do not agree to any attacks. I do not agree to loss of connection. I do not agree to my life being harder than it has to be right now. I believe that I have abundance here now. I believe that I'm going to connect with some incredible people right now. You guys that joined the community this week, I'm going to personally welcome you over there. So thank you for your support. And don't forget to drop stars on this. Even if you're watching later on, um, I have been having internet anomalies all day. So I, my apologies about that. Lisa says TikTok is glitching. Yeah, I know. I don't understand what the deal is, guys. That's why I need your help sharing this stuff. I just shot nine videos today. I'm going to be releasing those over the next 24 hours. Then I'm going to shoot another nine. 
share them, share them, share them, comment on them. Please help me bring my channels to life. Thank you guys. I appreciate you. I need your support. Uh, I'm asking for it now more than ever. Please, please, please support people you believe in. Stop listening to people that are telling you they have the truth when they have zero data to back that up or the data that they have to back that up. You have to be a scholar to understand it. Okay. Good data is understandable by a third grader. Okay. If we're supposed to become like little children again, let's be that. Let's have some faith. Let's believe. Let's become together as the Christ consciousness. I truly believe that guys. And I'm tired of people telling you that doesn't exist or you're on the wrong path or you're going to H-E double toothpick or you've been lied to or there's a grand conspiracy or whatever, guys. We live in a material realm for better or for worse, make the most of it, claim your authority over it, become the God that you're meant to be and yoke yourself with the divine energy within, which is the creator, which is God, which is an unseen neutral force within you represented in father, mother, child, wave, particle, and energy. Stop looking for some deity outside of yourself, whether it's Jesus or Buddha or Bob or whoever that is understand that this quantum intelligence is within all things and you have the ability to ascend right where you are who you are as you are you are good enough you are loved you are enough you are worthy and i say this every day i agree that i am worthy of all good things i believe i am one with god and god is one with me and i command my authority over this three-dimensional matrix Repeat that every day until you believe it. That's what I'm having to do right now. My life is so different today than it was yesterday. But at the same time, it's not different at all. And it's up to me to decide what to do with everything. Ash says, well put, fallen angels. Uh, or fallen, I can't tell what that is. Uh, all things Lisa says, great quality shirts. Daughter and I both got one. Awesome. Thank you, Lisa. And if you don't mind, post a picture of you guys wearing them. Give them a review. I'd love, love, love to hear it and, and see what they look like on our members. So thank you guys so much. Dream Star Oracle. I know I don't understand what is going on with TikTok. Jump over to Facebook, guys. Follow me on Facebook and YouTube. I'm throwing down on YouTube. Let's get YouTube up to 100,000 followers by Christmas. I think we can do it, guys. I really do. Drop me some love over on YouTube right now. Uh, get YouTube up there, up there, up there. Uh, there's no reason my YouTube channel uh, should pale in comparison to TikTok and Facebook and everything else. So uh, Instagram and YouTube, give me some love over there. I really appreciate it. Um Purple Lava says, so you're saying I can't put Bob the Builder as my deity. Well, you certainly can. I would never tell anyone they can't worship something or have something as their God. Melissa says, we are divine. Absolutely. Um, oh, okay. Antonio Harrison says, it's a new Bible book by John Newbro. I'll have to check it out. I haven't even heard of it, man. Thank you so much for sharing, though. Um I'm on the book now, LOL. Awesome, Lisa. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, we need to check that out. Uh, God is just the king over heaven, not the creator. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, it's Anu, King Anu. One of the earliest, earliest deities within the pantheon of gods. And then that became Zeus, that became Yahweh. Uh, and actually, it wasn't Yahweh, it was El Elyon was the most high in the Canaanite pantheon. Um, again, you got to do your homework. You have to understand the mythologies. If you don't understand the mythologies, you don't understand who you are. If you don't understand who you are, all you're going to do is fumble and struggle through life. If you want to master relationships, money, self, meditation, joy, and peace, you need good data on who you are. And if you don't have stable data on that, and everybody's just trying to prove that their way is right, then there's no room for you to say, hey, I don't know but I'm in the process of gathering more data. I'm in the process of contacting the divine consciousness within me. And I'm not going to worship anything, but I will honor all good beings and wish them all love and light and wellness and joy and peace. May all beings be happy. That is one of my favorite quotes. That's an old, old Vedic quote. May all beings be happy. And I think I can honor all the old gods or archons or whatever you want to call them. 
the ones that have humanity's best interest in mind. I can certainly honor those deities, but I am going to respect and view and agree and yoke myself to the divine quantum consciousness within me because that is the only thing that has ever steered me in the right direction. That is the only thing that's ever given me truth. And that's what you consider your conscious. That's what you consider your consciousness. That's what you consider your life force. So why not start yoking with that and feeling that more intimately and deeply than trying to look outside of yourself and say, no, God is this. Well, the Old Testament said that. Well, the New Testament says this. Well, Jesus said that. Well, Buddha said this. Well, blah, blah, blah. Like enough with the noise stop the noise and start feeling it okay when you feel it you will know that you are a god and when people come at you and say oh cub well why don't you manifest a tree i said well i can plant a seed i can plant a seed because i have dominion over this earth because i share kinship with the old gods that's why i'm a god okay that doesn't make me the source but i can say that the source is me the source is living through me and i can quiet my own ego and reprogram that ego to adopt the god realization within me that guys is the closest thing i've ever felt to truth okay i can't tell you i can't prove it on paper but it's the closest thing i've ever felt to truth so i hope you guys are enjoying this episode thank you sean Appreciate you for the comment there. Uh, lots and lots of lots of data on that comment. I appreciate that. Yahweh was turned into a mighty morphin power ranger god. Several deities that didn't have anything to do with each other into one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He was literally a transformer god, right? Like became all of these things in one. Um, and it's super, super interesting when you when you get deeper into that and understand that. Amen. We have the source within us. Exactly, exactly. So um then at this point the giants turned against mankind they devoured mankind okay what does that does that mean they literally ate them that they're like rah, rah, and they're eating mankind no that means they just devoured it they devoured resources they were much larger than the other people you can imagine a small tribe of people my size is going to eat three times as much than a tribe of four to five foot people it's a whole different uh, that's that's what they're saying in these mythologies. And you got to understand if there's something literally happening, they're going to sensationalize that story so that it lives on and it's worth telling. Flash forward, you know, thousands of years later to today. And now we have these tall tales and we write them off merely as mythology. But nobody ever stops to think what might be the actual stable data at the beginning of that story. What actual experiential data be? And that I think is worth looking at. So, hey Cub, glad you got your internet issue fixed. Joe says, thank you, my friend. Uh, it's fixed here on uh, Facebook. I don't know why it's not on TikTok. So TikTok's still flashing back and forth, but it could be a TikTok issue. How many times can I say TikTok today? Y'all jump over to my Facebook or my YouTube. That's the best place to watch. I love TikTok. I really do. But I may have to start doing TikTok streams just on my phone on the porch or something where it's not trying to pull data from all the different devices. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I want to serve TikTok well. I love you guys. But when I try to do it like this and I'm getting weird signals here, I don't understand what the deal is. So thank you guys so much. Um, Thank you, thank you, thank you for the, the gifts. I appreciate you guys. 3EM, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, we're working for ghosts. I need to change the ghost thing here. I'll change it for the next one. But um, anyway, jump over to cubcooker.com. Go deeper with me. I'm going to drop a video talking more about this over in the private community today. I'm really trying to drop a video every day with like what I'm considering behind the scenes. It's not like, hey, here's my car and my dog. Behind the scenes is more like, hey, here's what inspired me to do the podcast. Here's the text I'm reading. Here's like my deep thoughts about dot, dot, dot. So that's really what you get. You get things where I don't have to play the algorithm and go, you know, follow for more and blah, blah, blah. Like I can just be me over in our app. So like I said, there's an app you can download as well, but you can also bookmark it online. Cubcooker.com. It's the Mythos Insider Membership. Please go check it out. The light of Christ living within us says we have Christ consciousness. It is within us. Amen. Amen. I'm going to leave it at that, guys. 
If you don't believe that by now, you have not practiced spirituality. If you have not practiced spirituality, you have not unlocked the God within you. If you have not unlocked the God within you and the realization of that, then I can't help you, okay? Only you can do that, okay? This isn't a special prayer. This isn't like, you know, oh God, I've been a sinner, do this for me, or oh, I need a savior for this. It's just, you have to agree with yourself. There's more in me than I've been told. There's more in me than I believe. And I'm gonna continue to get told over and over and over, even by people I think I'm in agreement with. We'll turn on a dime. And I'm here to tell you guys, I'm not gonna turn on a dime for you. Okay, I'm committed to this message. I'm full of this message. I'm never going to tell you I know the truth verbatim, but I'm going to tell you what's working for me. If it doesn't work, if you can't test it and apply it to better your life, then I have no time for it. Okay, so that's my mic drop. I'm here. I'm going to be stable for you. I'll keep looking for stable data for you. I'm going to keep sharing this revelation. My friend that was asking for a revelation, I'll keep sharing this revelation with you over and over and over. I start with the stories of Enoch. It's the bread and butter of my channel. To me, Enoch is the most supernatural book talking about physical events. Okay, let me say that again. I believe Enoch is the most supernatural, sensationalized book that you can just download and read out there that is coming from antiquity. It was not Enoch that wrote it, so don't don't misconstrue that. It's written by someone else much, much, much later than Enoch, about 300 years before the time of Christ. And these are all the stories that are over-spiritualized about what I personally believe. This is just my, my opinion and belief. I believe archaic peoples were witnessing, watching their gods, what they decided were their gods coming out of the sky. The idea of a God, guys, isn't even real. And, and I often ask people, why do you need a God? Like, what's what? Well, you don't believe there's a God? Yeah, but what does that word even mean? I mean, some people propose it's great old dragon. Uh, some people think it's guardians of the domain. Like, what, what do you think that even means? Why isn't source? Why isn't quantum consciousness? Why isn't life force good enough? That's what I want to yoke with. I love you guys. Have a beautiful day. God bless you. I'm going to see you tomorrow right here on the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. If you do decide to join Mythos Community or Charisma, you can level up that membership at any time from Mythos into Charisma. And go check it out at www.cubcooker.com. Check out all the perks. Awesome, awesome community. Awesome opportunities to really get deeper and share what you're going through, what I'm going with, uh, through what everybody in the community is going through together, hand in hand. I love you guys. Molly, namaste. Thank you, my friend. Joe says it really is for sure. It had to survive the flood. Enoch is an awesome book. Yes, yes, it is. Absolutely. And, uh, Melissa said, mic drop. I gotta, I gotta say that again. Melissa says, join the community. We would love to have you. Absolutely. My friend. Uh, God bless you and yours as well. The light of Christ living within us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You guys have a beautiful day. Sorry about TikTok. Try to figure it out tomorrow. I don't know what's going on, but thank you guys. Thanks on Insta. Thank you guys for listening on the podcast. I love you. Namaste and peace.